Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody, an all-new edition of Craft Root Sports. Starting up here in just a minute this week, we are drinking... All the feels from Separatist Beer Project in Easton, Pennsylvania. This is an 11% ABV brew. Nice cheek rosier right here. Uh, Here's what Tavor had to say about this one. Brewed with whole panettone cakes along with real oranges and raisins for a sweet citrus flavor with freshly baked bready mouthfeel. Four caps on untapped. Uh, Scott, this week we are going to rate all the feels on the Joey Chestnut scale from 1 to 75 hot dogs. Where does all the feels rate for you? I'm going 61 hot dogs. This one is solid right out of the gates. I I, I don't want to put it over the top too too far, but 61 hot dogs is what I'm starting off this one. This one's... This one has good mouthfeel. It does have good mouthfeel. It's very, very good mouthfeel. 61, very respectful uh, out of the gate. Drew, what do you got uh, for all the feels on a scale from 1 to 75 hot dogs? Uh, I'm going to go with a 48 and a half right now, um, mostly because, you know, it's it's good. It's impressive to eat 48 and a half hot dogs in 12 man- minutes, and it's good for second best in the world, but you still have room to grow. Uh, and, and there's a pretty big gap between it and the best beer ever right now, but that doesn't mean there's not time for it to change the outcome. Fair enough. I am going to go, I'm starting off with a 59, a Kobayashi on this one, a 59 uh, on the Joey Chestnut scale. Solid out of the gate. I like it. Uh, it's it's uh, it's one that could push the limits if the conditions are right. If it's like air conditioned, uh, if you don't have as many people pushing, this could be a world record setting beer. Uh, all the feels from Separatist Beer Project. Uh, stick around, everybody. We got an awesome show for you tonight. Please be sure to hit that share button. Help us out. Uh, let everybody know that you are watching uh, and new episode of Craft Fruit Sports starting right now. It's Wednesday night, so that means it's time to crack a brew and join us for another edition of Craft Brewed Sports. I am Mike. Hanging out with me, as always, is my man Scott. Scott, how you feeling tonight? We got a new world record. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling good. 75 hot dogs. No asterisks. It's going down, baby. What's up? 
asterisk on the hot dog uh, record. Uh, <laughs> good to see you, Scott. Drew, uh, rocking your Montgomery Biscuits hat. How you feeling today? Dude, it's, it's a great day. I mean, it's back. Finally, it is back. The best, the most entertaining, the sport that America holds their breath and looks forward to every summer is back on the pitch. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. LML Soccer is back on a field near you if you're in Florida and not dead or in the <laughs> hospital. But it's back, baby. Right here. Time to go down. We get what we've been waiting for for months. Another disappointing Cincinnati sports team. Let's go. Let's go, baby. That's right. Uh, an- another disappointment in the Cincinnati sports world kicks off uh, in the MLS's back tournament. We may touch on that a little bit later on. we got a lot to get to tonight. For a, a time when sports aren't really happening, it's very sports-heavy for us. Uh, we got some hot takes that we're going to grill up on the barbecue 4th of July style. Uh, we are also going to uh, name changes are all the rage right now. Uh, we're going to give you some teams that need to change their name and what they should be changing it to. Also, we had an idea come in from a good friend of the show, Tyson. He wants us to pitch some movies, uh, so we're going to do that a little bit later on. And, of course... The biggest news that's going on in sports. We'll get to that later on in the show. Impossible to uh, to not talk about that this week. Uh, so for everybody, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Be sure to hit share. Help us out. Get us out in front of as many people as you can. Uh, with that being said, let's talk right now about dugout mugs dugout mugs everybody this is first pour or on deck whatever we're calling this anymore uh brought to you by (laughs) dugout mugs all you gotta do go to the links dugoutmugs.com slash craft baseball is back hopefully if you want to drink out of a bat just like we do here on the show head on over to dugoutmugs.com slash craft get 15 percent off your order open your beers with the baseball drink out of a bat do your shots out of a a bat handle all kinds of good stuff dugoutmugs.com slash craft 15 percent off that entire order sell out all right, uh, this week, who is leading off on deck for us this week? I, f- I forgot to check before. Oh, it's Scott. I'm getting S- my Ricky Henderson on, baby. <laughs> Scott is going to be leading us off on deck this week. Scott, over to you. Charge. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I got Alrighty, you. and fittingly enough, we're going with baseball this week, and anybody who watches baseball, baseball heads know the name Joe West, and that's not a good thing. Joe West is, for those of you who don't know, a very old umpire. And when I mean old, I mean old. He's been around for a long time. He's one of these like second-generation umpires. But he's also one of those umpires that's a big, giant pain in the ass because he gets a lot of calls (laughs) wrong. He likes to be a part of the game. He's very demonstrative. He's quick to throw guys out. He's one of those guys. Besides Angel Hernandez, he's probably the only other name that irks people as much when it comes to the umpire ranks in baseball uh this week he is added again and baseball's not even being played yet but uh this dude doesn't think coronavirus is a thing he doesn't believe in it which i guess if you don't want to believe in it you can but <laughs> you know science and all that fun stuff but uh joe i mentioned old and so under the major league baseball rules for this season with the 60 game thing, they contacted him and some other people and were basically like, Hey man, you can opt out of this season. We'll give you a hundred percent of your pay. You know, you're high risk. So you don't have to be around this and, and you know, risk catching Corona. Joe West admirably threw a middle finger and said, nah, fuck that. I want to umpire <laughs> except for the fact that it's because he doesn't believe in the coronavirus." <laughs> asked. He said, quote, recently, Living 22 miles west of Orlando, 
look, most of these people that they're reporting are dying are not healthy to begin with. I've lost 25 pounds over the winter. I'm playing golf every day in the heat. I'm fine. I'm not going to back down. I don't believe in my heart that all of these deaths have been from the coronavirus. I believe it may have been contributed to some of the deaths. I said, I'm not going to opt out. I'm going to work. And I'm going to work until you take me off the field or you get hurt. Whatever. I'm working. End quote. Wow. Joe. What a lunatic. So he Joe. doesn't think coronavirus is a thing, which is, I mean, that's a hot, hot take when everybody's done. That is, if we're, if we're grilling that one up, that is a super hot take I, from so Joe It's so hot, West. I'm yeah. starting to sweat over here. <laughs> Joe coming up with the hottest takes. But, I mean, there's a 100% chance that Joe votes Trump both in this election and the last and uh, there you have it. So if you don't want coronavirus to hit you and you want to keep on working, just be like Joe and just don't believe in it. I mean, I like that. You don't believe you can't achieve. I like that Scott pointed out Joe West is the OWG of umpires, which is impressive yeah. in, in the OWG, OWG thing in the first place. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> like to be the OWG of the OWGs is impressive. But also if somebody came to anybody, any one of us and was like, hey, guess what? You're high risk for coronavirus, so you don't have to work. We're just going to pay you 100% of your salary. In. You know what I'm not I don't care. doing? In. I'm not working. I, yeah. I, if anybody offers me, even if it wasn't coronavirus related, if anybody came up to me and was like, you get 100% of your salary to not work, thank you. I will take that every single time. Wait, yeah, they like, wouldn't even have that... to give me outline, like, the circumstances. They'd be like, hey, we're going to give you 100% of your salary. Be like, deal. <laughs> we didn't even tell you what you're going to have to do. I know. Deal. <laughs> I do all my work right now and still get 100% of my salary. So, like, come on, man, let's do this, right? Like, I was yes. going to say, Mike, you'd get 100% of your salary to not work as it is right now. So, like, how is that different than your current situation? Uh, you know, it's a little bit different. Uh, also, I, I work very hard. I work, I work uh, very, very, very Check hard. Check those VPN logs, y'all. See when, he, see when he clicks in, clicks out. There is so much to unpack with this take, though. Like, you're absolutely right, Scott. There is a part of it where it's like for a minute he's admirable because he's like, no, I'm not going to sit on my ass and get paid to not do anything. I'm going to work. God right. damn it. But then he follows it up with a moronic statement of coronavirus ain't real. And it's like, <laughs> OK. And then he goes, those people weren't healthy to begin with. And Hard like, left. You know what? Retirees in Florida. There's probably some of them that were, you know, a little uh, on the last leg anyways. And then he goes, I'm feeling great because I play golf every day. All right, if that is the barometer by which you are a healthy human being, then America is not obese. We've not had an obesity problem <laughs> since the 70s. Like, also, you gotta be kidding me. Also, it took Joe West this long to lose 25 pounds. This dude's been overweight for the longest time, and he picked now to lose Well, you know what the best pounds. part is? Is I bet you whenever we do see him back on the baseball field, he can be fat as hell again anyways. Because he's going to have to put it back in to get in game shape. Hang you know? on. Not- hang on, fellas. Uh, Scott just broke some news on the chat. Uh, Joe West has a country album. Did you know that Joe West has a country Whoa. album? Uh, I mean, no. Just, what are the copyright protections on you think? We just, like, uh, I we guarantee put- Joe West, if this is a dude that doesn't believe in coronavirus, this is also a dude that believes he can sue us uh, for playing his country album on a uh, Facebook Live, YouTube, We're probably Periscope. already his, looking at a lawsuit right now. His phone just right? got pinged because we're talking about him. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's out there talking about Joe West. Watch him. Make sure they don't play my country album. <laughs> I just want to know. I need to. I need to figure out real quick though. Who? What label is he under? Like, what name? What is the no name limit. of the label? No, no limit. No limit. <laughs> Joe West. A 
No Limits soldier. They were trying to diversify their portfolio, and they signed Joe West to the long-term deal way back in the 90s. And, you know, that's why we just never heard about it. <laughs> also, shout-out to Ed from uh, Part of the oh, Punctuation. God. You got to move the mouse a little so the green light doesn't turn yellow. A hundred percent. You just wiggle that mouse. You, you touch the, the trackpad a little bit. I Boom, I'm working hard. We still talk about work? Drew, <laughs> you're on deck. Okay, all right. We'll let the intro play. Because, uh... <sighs> all right, Drew. Blue Cowboy <laughs> is the name of Joe West's pen name? Question mark? Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's the album. Blue Cowboy is the name of his album. And based on a quick look at this ghetto-ass website from 1993, this is a self-published album from back in the day before it was a thing. Mm. So there you go, folks. All the sports that is it an right EP? Here. Is it like an EP? There's only like eight tracks on this one. Uh, no, man. He went. Uh, he went. He went LP here. This there's a there's eleven tracks. We could listen to five of them. Sample them online here, real quick, if we wanted. See, if um, I had to guess nope. what the name of the album was, it would have been Blown Calls. <laughs> he also <laughs> makes it available to listen online with real audio and Windows Media. Very so generous of him to right. do that. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, Drew, what do you got for us this week? Back on track here today. I I had a a similar article to Scott's here, kind of calling out that it's good to see that natural selection is still alive and well in America because they announced earlier today that seats on Wrigley rooftops will be approved for 25% capacity for the baseball season? Question mark. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the thing that cracks me up about this is not only are the are they going to put these drunk ass fans on top of the rooftops in Chicago, but they're going to let these people pay three hundred fifty bucks a seat for this. Ooh-wee. So again, yeah, in a scenario where we just need to encourage binge drinking at a high level I, and you know vertically and alcohol content wise, we're also going to get people in a city that was been pretty hard hit with the coronavirus to gather for baseball games. Day in and day out. Um, I mean, God bless it. Like, I don't understand how they're going to do this and still abide by the CDC guidelines, which is what they're claiming they're going to do. But you know what, man? At the end of the day, this is America. Capitalism's alive and well. And if you can make a buck, you can make a buck. I do and, have uh, to say, I do have to say, I've been to a couple games on the rooftops. I've been to a couple different rooftops. And it's so great. They're, they are, it's an amazing thing to experience. Um, they do have multiple levels. So if they're only at 25% capacity, there could be some social distancing, especially if they limit capacity on each level. Right. Then okay, you're, so, you're in some good so, shape. So could be. But let's take a minute here and pause and reflect back on all those things you just said. You've been to the rooftops before during normal conditions. And who is on those rooftops at that point? Probably people who are like, you know what? I want to have a nice experience. I want to try something new. Um, but what you're going to get in this situation is all the rabid drunken Cubs fans who earmark 15 G's a summer to get blacked <laughs> out for 68 games. And, you know, they'll miss a handful because they, they're going to either A, be in the drunk take or B, having to recover or C, find their way back to Milwaukee on foot. So there's going to be no social distancing guidelines whatsoever. I mean, these are going to be the worst of the worst Cubs fans. And yeah, it's it's going to be a fair points, mess. fair points you all around. Well, on you that. might as well call it the "Don't even bother testing those people; they're doomed anyways." <laughs> I mean, Christ. 
maybe that's their actual plan. Maybe Major League Baseball is colluding and they're actually <laughs> they're trying, trying to eliminate some out. of the fans. That's why I said inviting it's, these to situations. Yet again, natural selection in America is live and well because we're going to allow people to be dumbass motherfuckers, put themselves and everyone else around them at risk because they got to get drunk and watch their beloved Cubbies choke again. Uh, also, yes, I agree. Cubs are, uh, they're going to lose to the Reds, uh, at least. I know that's a fact. That's put, mark that down for sure. When they play each other 15 times, sure, I guarantee you they'll lose at least once. I don't know. In years past, I, I wouldn't have necessarily made that bet. <laughs> I don't, I don't have any faith in the Reds actually being any good at that. But this year, 60 and 0. That's all I'm saying this year. Uh, all right. Time for your final story of On Deck, uh, brought to you by me this time. All right, so this one, this one hits a little close to home. Uh, there was a guy over the weekend from Boone County, uh, Kentucky, which is home to like Florence, Kentucky, the Florence Y'alls. Uh, it's also home mm-hmm. to Beaverlick, Kentucky, uh, and uh, Big Bone, Kentucky. There's a lot of like sexual sounding places in Boone County, Kentucky. I don't know exactly where this guy was. I'm going to say for the sake of the story, he was in Florence, y'all. All right. He had an incident where he challenged his son to an arm wrestling match uh, and lost. So being from Kentucky and not wanting to lose out to your son, he challenges him again and loses again. Uh, this happened multiple times, and the son decided that dad's getting a little mad. I'm going to walk away at this point. Dad pulls out a gun and fires two shots into the ceiling. Uh, I don't know why at that point, but then police get involved. It turns into a SWAT situation. Uh, luckily, his wife and the kid were able to get out of the house, uh, and dad ended up barricading himself in the house overnight until like Monday morning at 8 a.m. when he finally surrendered to police. Uh, he has been arrested and charged with um, uh, criminal charges uh, were, I don't even know what the, the charges were. First degree wanton endangerment, which sounds made up. Wanton, did he, not wanton. wanton. Did, he, not a did, he, food. did he shoot at Chinese food? That son of a bitch. Yeah. Throw him in jail forever. <laughs> wanton endangerment is serious offense. Wanton yeah. endangerment is very, it's very serious. Uh, don't let that things. motherfucker shoot at that crab rangoon. I'll swing on a motherfucker. Oh, dude, I love me a good crab rangoon. Hell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was very sweet and sour about it. Uh, and uh, now he's got to go. <laughs> now he's got to go for a walk and he's <laughs> up a little bit. <laughs> Cut his mic. Cut his mic. Oh, that's right. I can do that. Um. Uh, except it won't cut. It'll only cut for you guys. Like, I'm still able to talk oh, because right. I have I the board. I think they can probably still hear him. Yeah, they can, can totally still hear me. Cool. It's hey, all... You know what, Scott? This would be great. We can just have a conversation between ourselves, and it doesn't really matter what Mike says. This is I... the most pleasurable episode. You ever. realize I can mute I mean, you, too, right? Chinese <laughs> food jokes. They really beef and broccoli it. <laughs> Y'all realize I could still mute you, right? No! But it doesn't matter. Scott and I were having a great time. <laughs> also, Tyson saying Mike Berlon, Xavier graduate. Uh, check your facts on that one, Tyson. Yes. Ah, about that. Ooh, got him. <laughs> for muskies. I just want to say that. Y'all know why he came out on Monday, right? Uh, why is that? He ran out of bourbon. <laughs> 
just he just he just kept going until uh until he was done drinking and then he was like, all right, what the hell go. else would you do? Swats outside, I'm gonna be like, all right, that's well, a good I'm point. You might chill. as well clear it out at that point. I gotta but know how many it times ended with a gun being shot. It's an argument in Kentucky. How else was that story going to end without a gun being fired? How many times do you lose to in to your son in arm wrestling? That you like, Scott. You've got two kids. How many? Uh, how many times do you lose to your son before you pull out a gun on him? None, because I'm never <laughs> losing to my son. And if I lose to my son, then I'll be in prison because he's gonna be dead. It won't be. I would, why would I waste two shots in the ceiling or at wonton? I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot my kids. There'll be two bullets in them. Oh, I lost to you, and then get, well, I can't show my face in public anyway. Might as well be in prison. Yeah, Scott took that a direction. That uh, was uh, not where I was expecting that one to go, but perfect time to give a shout out to our sponsor, Dugout Mugs. This has been on deck. Who for some reason give us their hard-earned money. Dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Get 15% off your entire order. Shout out. Uh, shout out to Jenny for saying I'm good on the jersey selection tonight. Well, Jenny's a Columbus Crew fan and hates uh, FC Cincinnati. And, and you can't hate the US of A. I mean, you can't. You can't. Can yeah. I make a point that Scott is doing the right thing and wearing the women's jersey too? Yep. Hell yeah, He's wearing baby. a winner's jersey right there. That's right. Oh, those punk-ass boys that play for our country. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wouldn't be caught dead wearing a men's jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I had to rock that Megan Rapino, baby. A real American. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, oh, God, I love that woman. She's it's a best. it's a very good jersey, Scott. She uh, very throw good. my balls any day. Okay, that got weird. I don't um, think she, I don't think she would though. You might want to check your facts on that one. That's okay. Is that wasn't sexual, guys? Okay, let's cool. uh, let's talk. Uh, let's get some meat on the grill here, fellas. Uh, let's do a little hot take barbecue. It's Fourth of July uh, this past weekend. Uh, what I want to do is I want to fire up the grill. I got some hot takes for you guys, and we're gonna go through and rate these. On a scale of one to five, uh, from you know, very rare ice cold freezer meat all the way to over well done. Should have never ordered your steak that way. Uh, let me find the the screen. Here we go, fellas. All right, first hot take that we have comes to us from Peter King. So as you know, the the hot dog eating contest was this past weekend. Joey Chestnut set the quote-unquote record at 75. Uh, Peter King was not happy about them airing the hot dog contest, and he went on Twitter to voice his displeasure. Somebody called him out on it and said, you do know you have a remote and you don't have to watch. Peter King responded, never have, never will. Not the point. The fact is ESPN celebrates the birthday of our country by airing a gluttonous, vomitous, and grotesque event. How about nailing all those words, assholes? Eating is not a sport. Competitive eating is a sin. Whew. Uh, Scott, how hot is this take from Peter King? This is uh, this is freezer. This is freezer burnt. <laughs> Peter King looks like he owns food eating contest like i need somebody who doesn't think that uh food contests are american or you know are gluttonous to be extra skinny not fat like peter king get the f out of here peter king that that take is hot garbage <laughs> drew do you agree that this is a uh, terrible hot take I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna flip this on its head and go the exact opposite way and give you a hot take for how not hot this is Fuck you, Peter King. I will never watch you, read you, listen to you ever again after this trash-ass tweet. Like, <laughs> all you're doing is trying to get yourself a couple clicks, a couple views, when no one's going to read your shit in the, the fall when the NFL don't play. 
Like, get the hell out of here. You're worthless. You're mediocre. No one cares about your shit analysis, this armchair quarterback nonsense anymore. You over the hill. You jump the shark. You done, boy. You done. Mediocre. Just don't get. I like you know, he needs me- to just fade in the background before a scandal comes about comes out about him. It it's gonna come. Uh it is an awful take. Uh it- Say what you want about uh, competitive eating not you know being gross to watch and like my wife hates watching the hot dog eating contest. She thinks it's disgusting. There is nothing more American than a gluttonous event right? on America's birthday. Right. Like that is America. Us shoving food that we don't need down our faces. That that is America. As uh, my good friend Brendan Boyle would say, nothing more American. Uh, the, the only thing that could make it more American and that it's missing is having them chug a gallon of friggin' shit. <laughs> I was going to say Bud Light, but I don't want to actually mention AB even Bev on this show. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah you only need to make it more American. I, I love it, Bev. <laughs> You know, it's funny because I was drinking one of those on the porch before the show, and you're thinking, like, "Man, this no, is my delicious. wife." Goes, she goes, "She goes, why are you spitting so much?" I'm like, "Cause this Bud Light is trash. Like, I gotta just get out of my mouth, but I need something to get me warmed up." Drew does not speak for the entirety of the show. I, for one, love a cool, refreshing Bud Light, and for the low, low price of a dollar ninety nine, Scott's loyalties can be bought. Mail Absolutely checks to right. Box one three nine six. Wait, hang Sycamore on. More Avenue. Uh, it, there is no low price. Like it's whatever you want to give. We've we've sold out on this show several times before. Drew, you used I'll to pay, pay us two dollars to give your men's league soccer updates on the show. Uh, co-ed, thank you very much. Oh, it's co-ed. Excuse me. Excuse and to be fair, right? the women carried our asses. <laughs> Uh, Biscuit point out here, it's so American that a Japanese guy won it for how many years in a row? That's a hot take. That's a better take than Peter King's take. Like, Yeah, of course it is, because America, we're inclusive. We're a melting pot, fool. <laughs> we don't care where you're from. Come compete with us. Show us why you're the best. Kobayashi, man. Ugh. Can you imagine how great that... Peter called it a sin. A sin! That's serious? A sin! I mean, I guess gluttony is a sin. Gluttony is a sin, so technically it is a sin. Like, ah! No, we need separation of church and sport. Get the fuck out of here, Good point. Good point. Separation of church and... Way to stick your flag in that ground, Drew. I appreciate that. All right, let's go to the next... Goddamn right. Next hot take comes to us from Dexter Fowler, uh, former Chicago Cubs outfielder. Now he plays for the St. Louis Cardinals. I've always hated him. Still hate him. Uh, but he also got drafted by the Colorado Rockies. But let's not mention that. Nah, screw that. I don't care about that. Who cares about that? <laughs> was it in the 17th round? I was going to say, who cares where a, team, where a guy gets drafted? He probably got traded 12 times before he made it to the he, league. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke, bro. It's a joke. Uh, you just you could have said he also played for the Rockies, not drafted by the Rockies. Who cares what he say? All right, here's what Dexter Fowler had to say. With baseball starting back up, uh, reporting to camp in St. Louis, Dexter Fowler had this to say. Feels so good to be back in St. Louis. I can taste baseball and the best pizza on earth. I wish, there it is. Yeah, that's a tire screech. Bring the show to a stop. Hold up, hold up. What the fuck did you just say? I can taste baseball and the best pizza on earth from St. Louis. Uh, this is raw plant protein beef right here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Dexter Fowler. 
So like it's one thing, and I, I like it slipped my mind about the Chicago to St. Louis thing. Like it's one thing to say that St. Louis has pizza, period. It's another thing to come from Chicago that has arguably we'll call it top three because I don't want to piss people off about splitting hairs, but Chicago pizza is top three best type of pizza in it's the country. It's top two. It is, I would say, top two. Uh, I but and Drew, I know exactly where you're going with that, and I'm with you. Detroit style pizza does not get the recognition that it deserves. Detroit style pizza fine. is fantastic if done right. That's the hard True. part. That's the hard part. Like so many people do Detroit style pizza and it's garbage. But there is when Detroit style pizza is done right, it is who it rivals. It rivals Chicago. Uh, New York still take number one. Shout out Taglio. <laughs> Mount Lookout. Get at me. Isn't Jets? Doesn't Jets do that some uh, Detroit no, style? No, Jets does. Jets does a solid Detroit style. But Taglio, they do it right. They do it craft. They ain't, you know, they're not a chain. They're not trying out here to, you know, rape people's uh, checkbooks over you. Know, whoa, whoa, whoa. Money. Hang on, fellas. I just got a text message. This is like a woge bomb right here. This is Adam Schefter. Uh, Joe just texted me and said, I love you. you. Return imminent. Kissing face. Oh, whoa. Hit that, hit that DJ air horn. I am so excited. Oh! Wait, quick. Can we send him the Zoom link? Uh, I don't know when he's going back. I, I mean, I, I feel like he would have, if he wanted to be on tonight, he would have texted me earlier than 26 minutes after going live. But maybe he forgot. Joe, maybe he's in different time zones. Return imminent, he said. Oh, look forward to that, everybody. I can't wait for return that. Return up, Joe. <laughs> All right. Dexter Fowler. So Drew saying plant based protein, freezer meat, awful. Raw plant based. Raw plant. Okay. Disgusting. Uh, Scott. How do you feel about this one? You wanted to start a hashtag after seeing this one, I think. This one hurts. This one hurts my soul because we've talked about it before. There are so, so few black American baseball players, and Dexter Fowler is one of them. I love me some Dexter Fowler. But after this, man, this is sperm in the bull's testicle. <laughs> this is awful. St. Louis pizza is the fucking worst. I would rather have the Totinos that I feed my children two to three times a week than I would New York style or St. Louis style pizza. It's trash. And so I got to start the movement. Hashtag cancel Dexter Fowler. Yeah, it's needed. This is awful. It's it's needed. Uh, it's- and I take my pizza game serious. There's nothing more serious when it comes to food for me than pizza. St. Louis I pizza mean, I, this might be the first time that we've all agreed on a food take on this show. Uh, that cracker crust with like Velveeta cheese on it is absolutely oh, God, the disgusting. Cheese is the just kills me. So wait, there's so actually St. Louis style pizza. Yeah, it's it's like a, yes. they use a, a specific type of cheese that's gross. The crust they, they, is they mix crispy. the cheddar cheese in with the mozzarella, but it's, it's is that like, what it is? Yeah, I'm Ugh. pretty sure. But it, it, at the very least, there's cheddar cheese on the pizza. That's the problem. The, like the cheese blend. And it's like a cracker. You You're, and I get yeah, thin I was crust. Yeah, it's paper thin. Thin crust is fine, but it's like crispy thin crust. It's basically like eating uh, a pizza Lunchable that's been heated up. Ooh, I do like those, though. I mean, they're fine when you don't heat them up. Like a pizza Lunchable, you, you can't heat that up. You don't melt the cheese on a pizza Lunchable. 
and that's the thing. Chris Corwin mentioned in the comments, St. Louis has fried ravioli. Now that shit's bomb. Their fried ravioli game is on point. They're the only place I know that has fried ravioli, but they don't know what the fuck to do when it comes to making pizza. Agreed. Now I will say, before I give my rating on this one, on its face, this is a terrible take. However, I am giving this take super perfectly done medium rare steak like just the perfect steak you can imagine and here's why this is clearly a troll to chicago fans he 100 did this on purpose just to get cubs fans all riled up and i love it i love that i mean he that's would, fine but he there's knows something what hits him so far. deep he knows what hits him deep and they oh, their wow. pizza is gonna hit him deep some some things just go too far man and they're like they're, there's even a line at trolling you can't you can't joke about that you can't joke about that all right Hashtag one canceled. even the best comedians Dexter. know certain topic Fowler. material is off base <laughs> and you need to have limits to be respectable this is like a white comedian dropping an end bomb just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right this next hot take final hot take comes to us from at Sam Grizzy on Twitter. Sam Griswold, he is uh, one of the writers for Bob and Tom. He tweeted out this week, Lettuce contributes nothing to a BLT, and Mayo doesn't get enough credit. Change it to an MBT, you cowards. Wait a what? An MBT? MBT, Mayo, Bacon, Tomato. He's saying lettuce doesn't do anything for a BLT, get rid of it, change it to an MBT because you don't even recognize that there's mayo on. Nobody even, even talks about mayo on a BLT. So he's saying, and I mean, he even prefaced this by saying hot take alert. So he let us know what was coming. Uh, Scott, on a scale from freezer meat to uh, burnt crispy steak, where does this one fall for you? gonna say that this is a solid two and if you you can't see the picture for those of you who can't see the picture this motherfucker used like yellow tomatoes thank on his you. fucking BLT thank like you. he didn't even use the, the correct regular ass tomatoes so I mean I'm not oh. really taking advice from him on how to make a BLT I do I actually do kind of agree that's why I'm saying it's, it's two you know that uh, just above being you know raw basically uh because I do think that mayo is a little underrepresented, but you can add more mayo, but I'm not dissing the, the, the lettuce. Come on, man. The lettuce gives you that crispiness that you yes. need to break that, break that shit up, son. But I mean, like I said, he, he starts off on the wrong foot when he comes at me with a picture of yellow tomatoes. The picture is uh, a little off-putting. It's like a brioche bun, too. It's That's not right. even just yeah, don't know what he's doing. Like, you need he's some... like halfway between like a craft sandwich and like junk-ass shit you get at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Joe chiming in all the way from YouTube land saying, Mayo, absolute trash. Oh, man. Uh, see now, Joe went. Joe went the absolute opposite direction there. That's interesting. I feel like you you need the mayo on the BLT. The mayo is you important. need that bonding agent. You know the what mayo I mean? is to, important. To keep it all together. I also agree that lettuce is not as important. You don't need the crispiness when you've got bacon on there. Oh, Cook your bacon God. the right way, and that's your crispiness, right? No, because uh, the bacon. Fresh, no, man. the bacon should be. Ch- because should be chewy. Yeah, you should have what? a fresh slice. Yeah, dude. Wait, that. you want ah, chewy bacon on a BLT where you gotta it like rip to be chewy and tear? So you can hold. No, not, I'm not saying you want raw bacon where it's like jerky, but you need it to be somewhat chewy because otherwise it's splintering, it's cracking, it's flying everywhere. You mm. got bacon crumbs on the floor. Yeah, I've had overcooked bacon over on a BLT, and I've been. I'm not saying off. overcooked. I'm not saying overcooked. I'm saying crispy. Like it's got to have crisp to. You can't. 
You don't want it. Obviously, you don't want it Look, charred. First of all, like you're the guy who thought you saw a UFO five days ago. So like you really have no credibility whatsoever. Hey, he's also the guy that couldn't read wonton. So I mean, <laughs> you're right. And he and he re- he was reading it. It wasn't like he was trying to remember the word and stumbled a little bit. Like bro is like seriously reading off a page. You know what we need to start doing, Scott, is getting his notes ahead of time and putting in the pronunciation for him. Like you know, that would spelling require bee? you. Which I thought about this. Yo, what are they gonna do about the spelling bee this year? Oh damn! Are we gonna I lose that? No, they already canceled bee? that. You guys Did missed they? that. That's that shit usually happens like May or June. It, it got canceled a while ago. I mean, and you know what the worst part that. is? I thought about it earlier this week because I was sitting there like, shit, man. I feel like it's about time to bet on those twelve-year-old spelling words. Why haven't we done that yet? Hmm. Uh, all right, so uh, you guys are you guys are not on board with this take. You don't think this is a good take on the on changing it to an MBT mayo no, bacon man. tomato? No. Nope. Also, Joe pointing out the bacon needs to be weaved. Hundred percent agree. If you're making yeah. a BLT, oh, bacon get yeah. bacon gets weaved. Also, double decker uh, BLT. That's the only way yes. to make it. Double decker is Under- the only way to go. Now that's underrated. Now, you got to have that bread in the center. Do you bacon. guys toast your bread when you make a BLT, Absolutely. or do you leave it on one hundred percent toasted? See, even further proof that you don't necessarily need crispy lettuce because you get some crisp from your bread too. Nah, it's different though. It's you need the lettuce. To I'm get just that saying, and and biscuit biscuit is agreeing with you guys. Lettuce adds freshness to counter the saltiness of the bacon and the acidity of the tomato. And I trust that's the absolute, that's the absolute correct. Take. Uh, I go lightly toasted too. I don't go like. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was gonna say you got to go Barely lightly toasted with. It. You don't want it too yeah. done. Uh, this has been Hot Takes Barbecue, uh, where we take meat and food very seriously. So, I, I do want to ask this question about rating scale. So can you put the can you put the graphic back up real quick? Sure, I can. Yeah, I can possibly. do that. Let's go ahead and uh, throw that back up here. Uh, let's do that. There you go. Uh, so, like your... everything on this show, it's it's highly inconsistent our ratings, which I appreciate that we're always on brand. But like yeah. for me, what is your guys's? Ooh, Ed adding an egg. That's a good dude. Have you ever done that? Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Yeah, and it becomes it. like breakfast. Just breakfast sandwiches. Oh yeah. Delicious. Mm. Hey man, there's no better meal than breakfast, but. So, it like, really if you guys are going to come on this list right here, I mean, if you're going to look at this list, because that sounded real weird about coming on anything. All this talk right? about mayo is getting <laughs> real excited. It's got me real turned up. What is what is the pinnacle? What is the what is your 100 percent? That's what we have. What is the hang on? We have never really uh, fully fleshed this out. This was an idea that we threw out there and we thought it'd be funny because it's like, yeah, we got some graphics and some music. Let's just roll with this. Uh, But we've never really like the it shouldn't be about whether or not we agree with the take. We, We should just be debating how hot the take is. Like, how hot is this take? How how much can it cook this meat is what we should okay. be debating. But we always devolve to, I don't agree with it, so this is a garbage take and it's freezer meat. Uh, so I think we just need to do better, guys. We need to do better on our part. Is this you guys, a hot you know, take? If you guys would put a little bit of effort into show prep, I think we could. I'm over here grinding away every day to get ready for this every Wednesday <laughs> at 8 p.m. I'm, I'm doing what I can, man. He is carrying us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, you should see how much he puts in. Drew, That's right. Drew carries the show, and uh, <laughs> we're also carried by More Labs. MoreLabs.com. Use the code SPORTSGET, 20% off your entire order. When you booze it up as hard as I do, uh, you need some morning recovery to get you awake the next day, be able to function, deal with your kids, go to work, be a functioning adult. Head on over to MoreLabs.com. Get 20% off your order using the code SPORTSGET.
All right, fellas, uh, let's do some uh, some new segments here tonight, some new things that we're going to do here. So uh, this first one that we're going to do is called What's My Name Again? And I don't have a, uh, a sound cue or anything for this one uh, or the next one. Because we don't want to get sued. Yep, but that's exactly what I was going to play like a five, like a little clip of the song, just enough that people would know. But then I was like, well, I'm not going to do that. Uh, but anyways, we've just barely avoided copyright infringement on so much music tonight. Like I I, that's the underlying theme of tonight's show. That's kind of the underlying theme of every show. Like, what can we do where the stream True. doesn't get shut down? How do we not get sued? All right. Oh, so wait, uh, we got that Facebook logo up there. Gosh, Zuckerberg. <laughs> douche. Uh, all right. So here we go. In this uh, segment, what we're going to do, so news this week, uh, the Washington football team and the Cleveland baseball team are looking at potentially renaming their teams, uh, and we thought, who else should undergo a renaming? Who needs to rebrand at this point? Not necessarily for the same reasons, uh, but just in general. Like, if if Washington is finally going to change, which I think is hilarious that it it took all of this and it took FedEx to be like, look you need to change that Washington is finally like, we'll consider it. Uh, and then Cleveland jumps out. Nobody's even been talking about Cleveland, but because Washington comes in the news, Cleveland's like, yeah, us too. We're looking at it too. Relax. Don't come after us. Like we're going to figure this out too. Terry Francona is like, I've been saying it's been time for for this to happen for a while. Uh, so we want to know who else should have a name change. Uh, I will, uh, I'll start off. I'll start us off here, fellas. Uh, and I'm going to go with the Bengals. Hometown team, I think the Bengals need to be renamed. Uh, so the reason why the Bengals are named the Bengals is there used to be a, a pro team called the Bengals in Cincinnati. Uh, plus the zoo was home to the white Bengal tiger. So Paul Brown decided that that's what he was going to do. Uh, but I feel like if we're going to honor somebody from the zoo, then we should probably honor an animal that really galvanize the city and they should go baby right but i found out there's already there was already a petition uh that gained twenty five thousand signatures where some guy tried to get them to change the name to the cincinnati harambe so clearly that's not going to happen uh it's too difficult so i'm thinking we go a different animal cincinnati also called porkopolis so we should be the cincinnati porkers Damn, I kind of like that. <laughs> right? The Porkers? You can have, like, you can work out a deal with Disney, have Porky Pig as the logo, like, coming out the, the circle. Cincinnati Porkers. That's my, that's my choice. I like that. Uh, Scott, it's a hell of a your... lot better than that trash Fiona crap. I thought so that's where you were going. Oh, no. No. If I was going uh, to go, was gonna go with Harambe, because if it was Fiona, I was getting up and walking out. No, you guys know me. I was Team Kendi over Team Fiona. Like, I'm yes. clearly a te- the rhino. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, the you... rhino, man. Come on, bro. bro. Who on the show doesn't have kids? Dude. What's How do you not know Team Kendi? Because I'm not up. To, I'm not at the zoo's ass constantly. That's what. I'm not either. Scott lives three hours away from the zoo. <laughs> I was just gonna say. I was like, <laughs> I've only been to the zoo like two times in my life, <laughs> and that's with kids. Scott, who you is clearly your... don't love your sons, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't. You already, you already said you're going to shoot them earlier in the show. <laughs> only if I lose to them in arm wrestling. Which man. makes me ask the question: In that scenario, why are you arm wrestling with your kid when you know you could stand a chance to lose? That's a good point. Well, I and mean, that's why it wouldn't happen. It comes it, there comes a point in every dad's life when you stop athletic competitions with your kid. Well, no, you let there comes think... a point where you cheap shot the hell out of them. Then you That's stop. true. That's a fair point. Yeah. Uh all right, Drew uh Scott, who is your first choice for a name change? Um, I'm gonna lead off with uh the Seattle football team. I am going to ditch the Seahawks 
name. Um, I, nobody even knows what a Seahawk is. That's a made up word. And so I'm going to go Aren't with all the, words made up. Yeah, pretty much. But I, I'm going to go with the Seattle come latelys. And that's because their fans have come lately. Um, only when they uh, got good. So I thought Isn't that, that better be than a, coming early. Yeah. But I mean, as far as being a fan Hi, of a, a team, um, I thought that the the come lately's fit the the twelfth man out there, so I'm going with the Seattle come lately. I dig it. I'm I'm on board with this one. Also, uh, can you can that just be the the branding for all Seattle teams, like the Seattle Sounders fans who are now they're they're trying to be like, oh, we're the best fans in the MLS. You are also sure. Well, they could do it like Pittsburgh, where it's like Pittsburgh has you know hmm. yellow and black for all their yeah, teams. they're just all the come lately's. Yeah, I was going to say Seattle can just be all the come latelys. I dig it. I'm on board with this one. Uh, Drew, who's your first pick for some rebranding? So so real real quick before I jump into that, I got the uh, the MLS is back tournament on here. And like these fools are going all out to make every dime back that they lost. There is literally virtual advertising on every single goddamn thing. Like <laughs> they have four different plates on the jerseys of sponsors. Like, again, I'm going to be honest. I respect it. I respect the game. Um <laughs> Yeah, so so as far as the the, the teams that I would rename, um, man, I feel dumb now because I'm not nearly as creative as you guys. I do have the walk off though. I called that pre show, so I don't know if this is two weeks in a row or two in the last three, but I do have the walk off. Um, I'm going to say the Washington Nationals need to rename their team because we can all agree that the Expos were straight fire. And we need to bring that back. Just go back to I the would, Washington Expos. I'd be on board with that. Why not? Because I don't know what an expo is or where <laughs> it came from, but it was still dope as hell. So, like, why why not rebrand that? Also, I feel like you can get that logo with the W. Like, you can figure out a way yeah, to make can, that yeah, expo exactly. logo. I'm yeah, I'm on board with you on that yeah, you one, can Drew. Make that work, uh, Drew. I'm going to go an NHL team here for my next one. Uh, the Buffalo Sabers, I think, need <laughs> to be renamed. Uh, so I researched this one. Buffalo Losers. The Buffalo Sabers. It was named in a fan contest, which I always give a hat tip to whenever you open it up to fans. This was obviously before Bodie McBoatface. Uh, somebody, <laughs> uh, somebody named them the Sabers, but they also spelled it s-a-b-r-e-s uh because they're close to canada so they were like well canadian people spell things funny let's go with that yeah. the sabres yeah the sabres uh there's too much uh, there's too much office there's too much office uh whenever i see the sabres uh also their mascot is uh a, his, his name is saber tooth uh so that makes it a little too com- convoluted you got a saber tooth tiger as your mascot you got a buffalo <coughs> in the logo you got the saber swords it's way too much we got to simplify this all uh but I think we should stick with tradition here. Keep Saber somewhere in there. They should be the Buffalo Lightsabers. That's what they should be. Uh, and then, yeah, and then every night is Star Wars yeah. night in Buffalo. That's my choice for uh, the Buffalo Lightsabers. <laughs> Tyson said the Cincinnati wontons. <laughs> <laughs> Give a shout out to that, that deep Chinese or uh, Eastern Asian. Oh, that's a solid one. Yep, like that, that earns yeah. it. That earns it. Well done, Tyson. Uh, Scott, who you got next? Uh, I'm ditching the uh, the Cowboys name there in Dallas. America's team uh, it, it needs a new rebranding. It's it's time to switch things up. I mean, if they're just going to sit there and go eight and eight every year, uh, or at least for the span of the last twenty to twenty five years, where their record is right at mediocre at eight and eight, I'm going with the Dallas Mediocres. <laughs> 
<laughs> so Jera now owns the mediocres. I mean, that's that's all they ever do is finish eight and eight. And even if they do have a, a, an off chance where they make the playoffs, they just crap crap themselves anyway. So the mediocres has a much better ring. To I it dig it. Talking about the Dallas Dallas football team. I like the Dallas mediocres. Drew, who is your next choice? Uh, all right. Well. Mm, I'm like debating where to go next with this. How many rounds we got left here? Like three, four, five. Uh, I got three left. You got yep, three, three left. All right, cool. That helps. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, really class it up here, and I'm gonna go over the pine <laughs> with a couple of teams that I think we really could rebrand Whoa. just to really lean into the class that is the British scene. Um, so I think that the Tottenham Hotspurs and Watford should rename themselves the Tottenham Hotspurs and Twatford. <laughs> wow. Changing the name of the city as well. Yeah, because Tottenham's trash anyways. Like, <laughs> fuck that place. Well, all right. Watford, I, you know, I got they I got mean, a warm place in my heart because you know I got uh, I got picked up by them in FIFA a while back ago. You know, when I was playing my pro or whatever. But come on, man, Watford is just money. Watford's a good. That's a really good. I right. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, my next choice is the Denver Nuggets uh, in the NBA. Uh, so the, they were named the Nuggets because it's like an ode to Colorado and people coming out there to look for gold and silver. Um, I think here's where I'm going to go a little off the beaten path on this one. Keep Nuggets. Nuggets is allowed to stay. They are allowed to stay as the Denver Nuggets, but as an ode to Colorado being one of the first states to legalize weed, now we just changed the mascot to a big old bud. Uh, and actually, I think oh. we could we could do, you know, like teams have like guys and girl mascot, like it's a, f- a male and a female mascot. So it's just like a big old bud. And, and they're like named Seeds and Stems. And that's like what, what <laughs> that's my choice. The Denver Nuggets. And, well, if you're going to go, if you're going to go that far, it needs to be like the Stanford tree. Only it's yes. just a big bud yes. with hazy eyes. Exactly. Like Super. With yes. Eyes Red eyes. You're a towel. <laughs> But yes, like that all kinds of goofy you know stuff stuck to it. Like, it, yeah, 100%. I, w- I would rock that Nugs gear. Yes, I, I would wear the I Nugs gear. I was going to say, Mike, you missed an opportunity here, but no, you absolutely crushed it because yeah, I thought no, you were going to go. You were going to go with the Denver Spicy Nugs. You know, oh. to sponsor that because that, dude, I would wear that the shit out of that merch. But yeah, no, this is actually even better. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, all right, mm-hmm. Scott, who's your next one? Um, I'm going to the NBA as well. And, uh, this one's a no brainer for me. I mean, it's never made sense to begin with. There's no lakes in LA. These motherfuckers, they stole, they stole their team from Minnesota where there actually are lakes. There's a bunch of lakes, but you know, they're too lazy to change their name because you know, it's LA and they don't have anything that's their own. They're a bunch of fake, fake people there. And you know, everything's (laughs) fake. So uh, they're, they're too lazy to even buy new gear. So this is an easy one for them. They just change that L to an F and become the Los Angeles fakers. Yeah. So yeah. All those people, they yeah. don't have to, they don't have to do much. They just Good. go and, and get themselves a Sharpie or some of that gaff tape, gaffers tape and just make an F right over it. And boom. The Los Angeles fakers. Everything's fake in LA. Anyway, there's no lakes, but they are fake as hell out there. So I'm going with the Los Angeles fakers. I like it. Can their mascot just be like, uh, uh, somebody who's had way too much plastic surgery? Like just like yes. the, the collagen lips are super big, high cheekbones. Yeah. That, that, like a creepy Ken doll is basically well, I mean, they, can, they can just keep the faker girls. Oh, there you go. Okay. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Hey, you know, they're probably hurting during a time like this, too. Somebody needs to keep, you know, keep their wallets full. Like, I, I support that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just saying it's a very smooth transition. Uh, I'll even let them keep the color scheme. <laughs> Drew, who's your next pick that needs some rebranding? 
so again, I'm gonna go with a combo on this one here. Um, and, and there are two college names that just never made sense to me. And uh, so the first one is the FAU Owls. Like, mm. I'm gonna be honest, man. Ain't no owls mm. in Florida. Come on, get the hell out of here. <laughs> There's no owls down there. And then the other one is the Stanford Cardinal. Mm. That name has pissed me off for so many years because, you know, they think they're so much better than everyone else. Well, good for you and the 11s varsity sports you're about to cut when you lose all those kids. Congratulations, <laughs> Cardinal, you goddamn tree. Pissing me off because even if they're tree, even if that branded tree or whatever the hell it's called, the species is a cardinal tree. If there's multiples of them, it's fucking plural. Get off your goddamn high horse, you cracker ass Californians, and get down here with the rest of us and admit that you, you, man, your shit stinks just as bad. Except it's probably worse because y'all can't figure out sanitation and pollution in your in your place. Like, yeah, same for Cardinal. And there's no owls in Florida. Dumb. I like that you're just burn it down. We don't care what they are, just not what they currently are. Uh, oh, I didn't even give a I, shit. I ain't renaming anything. I respect FAU that. owls. I would, I would maybe go like. I'd call them the Seahawks. There you go. Just just borrow from Scott's, you know, Seattle. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if, Se- if Seattle's yeah. getting rid of it, then there's an opening. Yeah, it's there, an so opening. Right? I have that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, y'all don't. They, they, they could be like right? those high school teams that just <laughs> knock off the pro league <laughs> right. logos yeah. and stuff. Well, because they, they just can steal get, the logo and change the colors. They can boom. get all their, their old merch and just like repurpose it. You know what I mean? And like all they got to do is like tape over the Seattle part. You know, they'll borrow the Lakers tape and just kind of jerry rig it. I like it. I dig it. I'm also going college on my next one here. Uh, with uh, a hated rival, the USC Trojans. Uh, so they apparently got their name in 1912. I didn't know that. Uh, before that, they were called the Methodists, the Wesleyans, and the Cardinals. Uh, I can't imagine USC being uh, Well, at least any they figured out with the S on the back of it. Right. <laughs> uh, although I think that USC is a bunch of dicks, so the condom reference does work for me, I think we need to go a different route and find a mascot that truly encapsulates how I and most of the country feels about USC. Uh, so I'm going to go with the USC anal beads. I think that is. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I was again hoping you'd go alcoholic enema, but that works. Oh. <laughs> I love <laughs> I love when I get Scott to completely break. Ah, that's the greatest. <laughs> I, I, I did not see that one. Oh, Should have saved it for the, the last one. Oh, that's all right. That's yeah. all right. I, I think that could have been the walk. I think I got a solid one for my fifth and final. Uh, Scott, who's your next one? Uh, I'm, go- I'm going to baseball. I'm moving to baseball. And we're- it's a month-long celebration. Why should Bobby Bonilla just get one day? It's July. It is Bobby Bonilla month. So in honor of Bobby Bonilla, I'm getting rid of the Metropolitans. They are no longer the Mets. The Mets are now the Madoffs. In honor of Bernie Madoff being the one that screwed over the Wilpons on the scheme and gave us Bobby Bonilla Day. So the Mets are now the Madoffs, the New York Madoffs. That's well shout done. out to Bernie. That's fantastic. That's, well That's fantastic. Uh, Biscuit saying the Tampa Bay Rays changed the Tampa Bay Early Birds. The logo is just an elderly bird eating dinner at four thirty p.m. with that blue plate too, right? Get that blue plate special going on. Drew, who is your next pick? All right, so so I I. I called it early, and I thought I had the walk-off cleared, no doubt. And then but, he hit us with anal beads. <laughs> well, and then he hit us with anal beads. And, and that then, wasn't and what I thought was my walk-off. Damn. I was going to say, oh, that's got, not the walk-off? I I no, I still have one, one more. more. Good. Cause see, that was me fishing to figure out where we were in here. Cause yeah, I got one more. Hard. 
again, I'm a soccer player. We usually count to like three, maybe four on a good day. Um, so the other one that I'm going to go with here, and, and again, this is more about just pure hatred for the two teams, um, <laughs> is the Michigan Wolverines should just be canceled. Just nothing. They just they have no nickname. They just they, they don't exist anymore. Yeah, let's just can. Is that a thing we can do? Sure. And then uh, the other one I had is instead of the Alabama Crimson Tide, let's just call them the Alabama Nick Sabins. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter if they're not playing football, because everyone <laughs> runs through that man's office. Let's be honest here. That's you know true. what I mean? Even track and field, they're asking you know Uncle Nick for a penny here or there to be able to you know buy themselves some shoes and whatnot. So let's just lean into that. I would allow for Michigan to rebrand themselves as either the Harbaugh's or the Khakis. Um, but I can even see them they're not khakis. allowed to sell merchandise related to it to raise money. So, uh, yeah. I missed earlier Joe chiming in on YouTube saying the L.A. Yeezys should be what the, the Lakers go with. Nah, fuck that. We don't need to hear <laughs> any more about that guy. Hey, uh, he's going to be our president. Respect him, okay? Respect our president. I mean, how president. much worse could it go? Sure, I mean, that not, still right? fits in with the Fakers brand. <laughs> At least, at least when the next pandemic hit, hits, when Yeezy's in office, it, well, even instead better. of a dumbass stimulus check, we'll get dope ass shoes. That's it, well, true. I mean, that's what I was gonna say. The, the fakers can be sponsored, and they can all, as a team, wear Yeezys. They can do like college and all have a team. I shoe. like it. No more, no more individual brands. They all have to wear Yeezys on the fakers. That doesn't sound I like very it. capitalistic. All right, here's my last one. Not <laughs> as I don't think this is as strong as anal beads. It's not going to get the same reaction. Uh, but I'm gonna go. Tough. I'm gonna go baseball. Like blowing his loader. Uh, I'm gonna go baseball <laughs> he's the the come earlies he is and <laughs> come on that meat <laughs> i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with the arizona diamondbacks I, I think the diamondbacks need to to get rid of that name uh this was another fan contest winner i didn't realize that uh i didn't a, realize that either. yeah I thought it was an expansion like team at the time right yeah yeah they were but i didn't know it was a team i don't like i don't thing. like it because i don't feel like they use the snake well enough like they make it into the d for the the logo They're always but, doing the d backs yeah and and, and they go d back right exactly yeah. you we gotta ditch it um it never hooked me in so i think it's time to move on we go with something else so i I wanted to go desert related with arizona uh and i think they should be the arizona phoenix but i'm also gonna steal a page from the los angeles angels of anaheim uh and call out the city that they play in so i'm gonna go with the arizona phoenix of phoenix arizona only for the (laughs) wordplay Arizona. So you know that Phoenix aren't real things, right? I, oh, I'm sorry. Are there? I, I didn't realize there was really a Crimson Tide. Uh, I didn't, never. Uh, you've uh, never yeah, read there X-Men is. Comics. Haven't you seen the Gulf of Mexico during that one part of the year where the tide is crimson from all the algae? Jean Grey is the Phoenix. Next, again, sir, he didn't graduate from Xavier, folks. Arizona Phoenix bio class. It would just I, I, be I like super it. fun like to Arizona. say Arizona Phoenix of Phoenix, Arizona. I think that's a fun one to well, say. And, and, and honestly isn't the uh, the phoenix sun don't isn't one of their alternate logos isn't it shaped like a phoenix like the sun probably the yeah phoenix on the basketball like i'm pretty sure that's a thing probably all right i should have gone anal beads last scott what's your last yeah, you one definitely should have yeah uh and that's i think uh it, it, it's time to get serious because um you know we're we're going through a serious time in this country and uh, black Lives matter and uh i'm sticking with baseball um, oh once upon a time this this team actually existed but um white people did their thing and, and and got rid of it. So um, I'm bringing it back. So uncomfortable. The, the the white socks are going to be called the black socks because black socks matter too. 
And so to, to, to get serious for a moment, we, we need to recognize that all socks matter, but black socks matter. And uh, I, I'm getting rid, I'm, I'm taking back what was once a thing for, for, for the people. So the, the white socks are no longer the white socks, they're the black socks. Drew, what do you got for the walk off? Yep. So many comments, but I'm just going to choose to not say any of them. Um, I, as yeah. Joe would say, moving on. Uh, yeah, that was my like, goal. I like maybe. it. I like and it. Now I'm a little. Now I'm like a little it. nervous of the way that this stacks up with my walk off here because I, I'm just, I'm a little curious here about how maybe this, these two play into each other. But uh, during my copious research I did this week for this segment, I stumbled across a beautiful nugget. And something that I, I really wish the world needs to know more about because um, I don't quite understand why they would have ever changed away from their original name. Um, but the Houston Astros used to be something so much better because in 1965, uh, the team president, Judge Roy Hofheinz, made them change their name in keeping with the times. He cited the Houston status as the space age capital of the world. And was trying to, you know, get get the team to move forward in the next century, kind of modernize them. And that's really the most disappointing part because he completely lost the intent, the the essence of the team by changing away for this name. And I could understand if he did it for correct political or sensitivity reasons. But I really think that the Houston Astros need to go back to being called the Houston Colt 45s. Yes. I love yes. that name, but didn't but didn't they change it though because of the whole gun thing? Like, no, no, it, no. It had really? nothing to do with that. They didn't give really? a shit about that. It oh. was more about we need to get with the times. Houston's the home of NASA. We're launching rockets and whatnot. We're going to the moon. We're gonna sell some caps by renaming to the Houston Astros. Dude, those yes. Colt forty five uh, logos and stuff. Those are awesome with the and guns. Can you too. imagine? The yes, yes. Yeah. And imagine the beer night situations. Like, oh my god. As if we need another way to, like, you know, really thin out the population down in Texas. Having a baseball team named the Colt 45s partnered with that beer brand, <laughs> personally one of my favorites. I mean, imagine when the Colt 45s play the Black Sox. It's going to be a match made in heaven. Match made in heaven. It would be fantastic. <laughs> Everyone go home a winner that night. <laughs> this has been What's My Name Again. Uh, maybe we'll do this hold again. On. Hold on. We didn't even think about it. It's like, hold up, the hold Black up, hold Sox- up, hold up, hold up. The Black Sox play the Colt 45s, and the Nuggets are in town that night. Oh, we can combine all three of our team names. It'll be oh, man. sports. I like it. And you're shipping some strippers there. That's, that's what happened. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I think we've got some really solid name chains. I think we should submit these to the respective I think in charge of more marketing. We totally campaigns. should be. Also, all that really matters is that Washington changes their team name because, good Lord, uh, it is long overdue. And I love that finally money is saying, hey, this has to change. So they're going to, like, it's going to happen. Uh, also, do you guys feel like it's a bit cowardly for, for teams to be doing like the change, not like Cleveland and Washington jumping out? Do you feel it's a little, a little cowardly because they know they're not going to have fans in the stands this year? So like they change the name and they get the initial blowback of people being mad that they changed the name and ruined history and blah, blah, blah. 
but really they can't do anything about it because they can't go to the games this year. So then yeah. by next year, it's I blown over. Just, you know I what I mean? It's just amazing timing. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, I think they just lucked out with that timing because I think, like, had everything – if you took away COVID and the stands were still full regular season, I think if the, the whole political climate was what it was with everything else going on, that there would still be this like push for them to change. Like, then they would still be doing it. But there's been a push for them to change forever. Like, watch no, 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 I know, but I mean, push. again, only because no. of the yes. other ones are so it's been like here late. and there, but not like this, you know? And, and I, well, but hang on, hang on. There has been a push for, for Cleveland for a long time. And they dip their toe in the water with like removing Chief Wahoo. Uh, yeah, but they slowly phased. But that too. but there's like people that protest. There's Native Americans that protest every single year outside of the Jake, and I refuse to call it Progressive Field. It's the Jake forever and oh, always. It's definitely the Jake. Uh, but it's there the are, Jake until it's rubble. There are always Native Americans that go out there and protest. So there's always been this pressure. It's and and for them to just jump at like no no, no us too like it's, us too no, we're gonna no, do it too. It's got it's it's honestly it's very weird. Like, I I really don't think it has anything to do with the fact there's no going to be no fans in the stands. I think really the groundswell has gotten to the point where they have to do it. And you're right when you say money talks. All these sponsors, like what what I thought was funny is I didn't realize it until earlier when you said this that FedEx is the reason right. that the Washington racists are changing their name. Yeah, uh, FedEx. It's it's not even it's not even political opinion or trying to seize the moment. Their name brand sponsor was like, "Yo, but do see, about this that's shit what yeah. kills me. It's not like FedEx just came on board. They've been there. They've been a part of this organization. They've they had have, the naming rights FedEx on the at stadium. The time, FedEx didn't want to risk that backlash. And FedEx don't give a shit how many fans are in your stadium because the people that are going to stop using FedEx or could hurt their business has nothing to do with butts and seats. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. That does completely also, ruin Daniel my argument. Snyder's a fuck boy, and he's not smart enough to figure out any of this shit. So, like, did you know he owned that team at thirty-two years old? Thirty-two years like old. Because now I need to reassess my. That's life another. Choices. That's another reason he's a fuck boy. Right. Thirty-two years old. You own an NFL team. All right. Let's switch gears here real quick. Let's talk because uh, we are we are w- way past where we should Holy be, and I don't crap. care. Who cares? Let it roll. Uh, yeah, so I was just say, let's just go. This was an idea that came in from Tyson, a good friend of the show. He listens. He hangs out. He shares the show every single week. Shout out to you, Tyson. We really appreciate it. Uh, Tyson sent Scott a message last week that said. Quote, I would like to challenge you guys to come up with movie premises based on the most interesting sports moment you can think of. For example, a conspiracy thriller where Kurt Schilling colored his sock or when Randy Johnson killed that bird or even when Bobby Bonilla signs his Mets contract. Uh, so this segment we're going to call Pitch It. And this is where you pitch us your movie idea based on a sports moment in history. Uh, Scott, I am going to go to you first. What is your first sports movie that you were pitching well i'm gonna hit you guys with the one that i uh inspired mike with earlier because mike was struggling to come up with some movie moments and just wanted to get the juices flowing so uh i sent him a preview of uh, one of the ones that i was working on and the first one i've got is when raja bell clothesline kobe in the nba playoffs <laughs> when raja bell was a member of the suns i want that moment made into a movie and i've got uh john david washington better known as uh, denzel washington's son playing kobe and The Rock playing Raja Bell. Just a nice <laughs> clothesline there. The Rock knows how to do clotheslines. He's good at acting and, you know, doing that sort of thing. So Raja Bell clotheslining Ooh. Kobe Bryant is my first movie moment. I, I like it. 
I would I watch wanna, that. I want to offer a, a twist on this, Scott. How do we get this made as a WrestleMania? I, I'm I'm here for whatever. It like, takes. let's go multi-platform on this, right? Let's oh, let's yeah, have a like, WrestleMania where we reenact the Raja Bell Kobe many, in front of many as many audiences as possible. I like everybody it. needs to know about this moment when Kobe was clothesline in the playoffs. So that one, I mean, as soon as you sent that, juices started flowing for me. I came up with quite a few examples. First one, I'm going hyper local here. Hey, Mike, does does your wife know that Scott turns you on that much? No. Uh, and she don't <laughs> she don't need to know. Okay, it's also true uh, that none of none of them listen to the show. The one that probably does the most is Cheryl, but that's just because sometimes she walks by and hears a thing or two that right. Scott says, <laughs> and that's Thanks. literally all they know about any of this. Yes. <laughs> all right. So my first movie, uh, I titled it Shootout. I'm going hyper local here. This focuses on the 2011 Crosstown Shootout uh, yes. and the fight nice. that broke out at the end of the game. Uh, and in this, for those of you that uh, maybe don't know about this one, this was a huge deal. It was a, a big national story for a, a hot minute there. Uh, and it was a big fight. Canceled the game with like 40 seconds to go. Xavier won by like 20, whatever. It doesn't matter. I got Kevin Garnett playing Yancey Gates in this game. And I have oh. the big show playing Kenny Freeze. Uh, just cause I want to see, the, <laughs> I want to see the big show get punched in the face and then like do that Carlton crawl to the center of the court. And then as no. a bonus, uh, the Lucky Charms leprechaun playing Mick Cronin. That's what oh, I got obviously. on, uh, shootout. Yeah. I, I would love to see. But who's though, playing like a, Two Holloway with Zip Him Up? That's the most important role in all of this. Uh, two Holloway. What else? Is yeah, I got right two. Now? I got two. Just he's playing himself. Uh, everybody else, as long as the Big Show and uh, and Kevin Garnett are in this, and the Lucky Charms Leprechaun. I don't care. You can cast whoever you want for the rest of the the film. I I will say though, when the Big Show gets clocked in the face and does the on skates thing, they need to CG Bambi on ice. <laughs> in for him real quick and then like snap back to reality because that's literally what that shit was like kenny was on skates. he did the carlton crawl to the center of the court oh goodness all right drew what's your first movie you're pitching oh my goodness that was yeah oh, epic uh yeah let me see here i'm trying to pull my notes real quick um the first one and this would probably be more like a a uh a, a progressive pop flick with you know a lot of artsy fartsy shit with just red paint all over the screen and rage and screamo playing in the background. But the Bush push still stands out. God is one of the most formative sports experiences I've ever had. And I, I would just love for someone to work with me and publish a 90 minute film on the negative emotions I experienced as a human, as a result of that cheating ass motherfucker cheating his ass (laughs) To a national title he didn't deserve. I can't I can't endorse this movie because I don't want to relive it. Scott, what's your next movie? Um, for the next one, we mentioned the Seahawks already. And uh, so this movie would involve the Seahawks. Uh, and I couldn't think of a better actor than the person who did it just to play himself. There's not enough of these biopics and, uh, you know, sports movies where the guys actually play themselves. And everybody talks about, wow, he looks like he hasn't aged a day since his you know, career began. So um, that moment in the playoffs when Tony Romo fumbled the snap and then oh. got, got hit just before uh, getting the touchdown in against the Seahawks. Uh, I want Tony Romo to play himself. And uh, there can also be plenty of uh, interception shown, you know, throughout his career. But specifically that moment, that's one of those moments I'll always remember for Tony Romo, uh, even though it happened against Seattle and I hate Seattle. 
I hate Dallas a lot more. And so Tony <laughs> Romo getting stuffed right there, with, which would have had uh, Dallas advance in the playoffs for the mediocres. Uh, Tony Romo playing himself as he watches the snap in the playoffs. I, I would love to hear or just watch again a 90 minute film about that play with Tony Romo giving the play by play. Oh, of what happened? Oh, that'd be amazing. Uh, so right here, what I was going to do is I was going to lift your my foot up. And then when I did, like, that would be just fantastic. Because, I, <laughs> man, I remember that. And honestly, Scott, this I'm so gra- glad you brought this up. That's actually one of the most vivid sports moments I have as well. Because uh, Good times. I, yeah, it was it – was, well, not to get too like personal, but my dad was in New York after moving for a new job. I was hanging out with him. Moms and, and sister were back in Michigan. And we were watching the game in his apartment at the time and just having some shitty Chinese food. And we both sat there on the Wontons? tiny ass TV we had at the time. Uh, no, but we did have some beef and broccoli, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and we both just sat there and just watched because like it was like a it was like a 27 yard field goal. Like it was an extra point, like an old school extra point. And we both just looked at it and they were just like, what the fuck just happened? Like what what just what just happened here? <laughs> and then the mediocre season the mediocre season was over. And Jarrah was super upset. Yeah. All right, cool, man. Uh next I know that was terribly. <laughs> like, where's Joe when you need him, that asshole? <laughs> I mean, I just love the moment because it's Tony Romo and it is the, fantastic to see it. <laughs> all right, we are let's let's roll through these next ones real quick on these next ones, all right? Because uh, we got a lot to get through here. Uh, so my next one is the play. Uh, it takes place during the Stanford Cal game in 1982 when the band comes out on the field during the kickoff return for a touchdown uh, and somebody gets run over. Uh, it's from the perspective, though, of the trombone player that gets trucked at the end of the play. Like after the guy scores, he jumps and lands on a trombone player and knocks him out. Uh, and I want that guy played by Jonah Hill. That's the movie that I want to see. <laughs> Jonah Hill, the whole time he's playing trombone, he's all fired up watching the game. And then at the very end, boom, knocked out. Uh, Drew, who's your next one? Is it trombone or trombone? But whatever, we can carry on. Trombone? Um, I would love to just see a movie uh, about Ray Lewis killing a dude. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. Who's playing Ray Lewis? Who cares? <laughs> I just want to know what happened for real for once. <laughs> oh, uh, Drew, who's he your, said, he Scott, who's your next long. one? <laughs> oh, you want my next one after that? No, uh, sorry, uh, I said Scott. My bad. My bad. I said oh, no, I meant Scott. Scott, uh, I'm going. I'm going one. deep here with this one. Do you guys remember the uh, Vikings sex boat cruise on? Yes, yeah. yes. I want Fred Smoot to be played by Pharrell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much acting Pharrell has done, but Pharrell and Fred Smoot look exactly like. So I want the <laughs> Alan like, Alma's sex boat uh, weekend. The uh, way he can dance, he would he would play that role well. I'm pretty sure. And then uh, another quick one, just to stick with the NFL, uh, I want and the one movie to encapsulate uh, all of the Browns' uh, ineptitude. So I want the drive and the fumble featured in the same movie, and I want mm. Ernest Biner played by Kevin Hart and uh, John Elway to be played by <laughs> one of Mr. Ed's descendants. <laughs> (laughs) 
So I'll do I'll do two quick ones then too. Uh, I've, got, I've got one final one. Though. Following with the the Browns, I'm gonna go with uh, moving on is the next one, and it's uh, as a little t- tip of the cap to Joe. Uh, it follows Art Modell's decision to to move the Browns to Baltimore uh, and then become the enemy of the two one six area code forever. Uh, Art Modell played by Wayne Knight Newman from Seinfeld. <laughs> I think that's fantastic casting. Uh, I also want a Curse Breaker, which is uh, it's about Theo Epstein. It's just a biopic. It starts with 04 with the the Red Sox uh, breaking the curse of the Bambino and then ends with the Cubs breaking the curse and their 106 uh, year drought. Uh, Theo Epstein played by Hayden Christensen in those movie in that movie. That's uh, what I'm going with there. Drew, who are your next uh, next ones? I got one more too, by the way. Scott, you got one more? I indeed uh, have one more. Okay. Drew, we're going snake. You're going do you yeah, have no, that's, that's, are you done? I've got ones, but man, I'm just disappointed that I I clearly did not live up to the billing here because <laughs> the other one I've got is uh when I was a kid, I was I was literally two months old and Notre Dame, Notre Dame played USC on a Saturday. My mom made the mistake of going to the grocery store. She came home, my dad had bloody knuckles, and she was like, <laughs> What are you doing with my newborn son? Well, we had a stucco ceiling at the time. Notre Dame scored a touchdown against USC. Dad jumped up to celebrate, scraped his shit out of his hands, and was just sitting there bleeding on the couch. Didn't get Band-Aids, didn't get anything to deal with the blood dripping all over the carpet with his newborn son sitting next to him on the couch because he had to watch Notre Dame beat USC. I just feel like that'd make a good film. I dig it. I really dig that one. Uh, Drew, give us one more. Because I feel uh, like Scott is calling walk-off here. Are well, you calling Scott walk-off, Scott? Walk off. I'll just hope Mom tuned out. <laughs> I, 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 oh, will, shit. I will Mom's wrap so this online. one. All right, Scott's calling walk-off. So, Drew, go. Uh, you go next. Mom's online, so I'm going to pass. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I'm going to go. This one's not fit for her ears. Uh, that's, that works. I'm going to call this one Masters, uh, and this is the story of Tiger Woods' first Masters win. Uh, and how he came back in that first time he won the Masters, he shot a 40 on the front nine and then came back and still won. Huge deal. He was the youngest player to ever win the green jacket at that point. He was the first black uh, golfer to win. He was the first non-white golfer to win the Masters at that point. Uh, and I want Tiger played by Ruthie from the real world Hawaii. Uh, that's how that one is going to go out. Scott, who is your walk off on this one? How was that not? I was waiting for Kenan Thompson, and you disappointed. I well, yeah, right? you called me out oh, earlier. You like, called me oh, out earlier. Man. I was gonna go with Kenan, but then you called me out, so I was like, all right, I'll just go with the real thing that I wrote down. All right, fittingly enough, I got a walk off here, and this is a this is going to be a baseball movie. The year was two thousand nine. The magazine was Details, and the photo shoot was with A Rod, and I want A Rod to be played by none other than Bill Skarsgård. He of Pennywise fame. There's no better. There was nobody better to play a clown than Bill Skarsgård. So he, of course, plays a Rod in the kissing himself in the mirror photo shoot, the famous details photo shoot. That is the moment that I want captured: a Rod kissing himself in the mirror in Details magazine. Fantastic, Scott. Well done, Drew. You're a dick for pulling that background up. Uh, uh, Diane, cheers. Have a good night. Thank you uh, for watching. Uh, your mom's signing up. Uh, guys, if you guys want to wrap the show, she signs off. Uh, head on over to craftrootsports.com slash shop. Gear up. We got hats, shirts, uh, tank tops. I rocked a tank top at Kings Island this weekend. Felt fly as hell in my Craftroot Sports tank top. Hit that up. Uh, craftrootsports.com slash shop for all your show gear. 
I like we, that Drew has my back. We didn't even like that was the alley and the oop. Like we didn't even plan that. And he's just ready with it. Yeah, that was well <laughs> done, fellas. Oh, I got him all day, bro. That was all well day. done, fellas. Uh, all right, let's do this real quick. Thank, so this is got to thank Tyson again for that idea. That was a great. That segment. was a, a fantastic idea, uh, Tyson. Thank you. He said we killed that segment. Thank you, Tyson. Uh, appreciate the uh, the idea for that one. If you guys, you guys have any ideas, ideas, yeah. If yeah. you guys have any ideas of segments you want us to run with, uh, hit us up. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Uh, hit us up, throw out an idea, we'll run with it. Like we don't care. Like that, this, these segments are fantastic, and that was such a good. Oh, I loved it. I once I kind of got going on it one. It was it was tough to slow down on that one. And and as you can see, like there's no idea too bad that we can't make it brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa. Maybe it's the other way around where there's no idea too brilliant. We can't make it bad. I don't know. Uh, you fair know, enough. You put, you put a little beer in us. Things work out all right. You boys, you boys do work. Uh, all right. The final segment we're going to do today, everyone's talking about it. And this is where we tell you about the news that everyone's talking about this week. Uh, and since everyone's talking about it, we should too. Uh, so clearly the story that has dominated headlines uh, this week People have said Bryson DeChambeau is on steroids. I don't know. Like, what? are you serious about this? Bryson no. DeChambeau wins the it wins the tournament this weekend. I mean, he's bombing. It destroyed Tiger Woods' long drive record. He absolutely crushed it. Uh, he ends up like winning the tournament and Brooks Kepka is on Twitter insinuating that Bryson DeChambeau is on steroids. There is absolutely no way Bryson DeChambeau. He said beforehand, he was like, look, I'm going to beef up before the next uh, round. And he did. Bryson DeChambeau put on 40 pounds of muscle and came out and is just destroying Whoa, the tour wait, this year. What? In how much time? Uh, over since the last, uh, the end of the season last year and start of the season oh, this year. Okay. All right. Sorry. I thought you meant since that, like they had their little Corona vacation. No, no. Like pounds. since, yeah, since the end of the, the season last year. So Bryson DeChambeau is not on steroids, people. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. I don't uh, know nothing about no DeChambeau, but I know about Rochambeau. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Okay, I all right, let's I wanna play that one. For real. Here's the <laughs> the real the real headlines dominating. Um these accommodations for the WNBA uh return to play are Abort. ridiculous, Abort. bro. I oh, mean, you shit, see huh? worms on the floor. Worms, Worm. There's rats on like the there. They got rats on the washing machines. And then, uh, what's roach traps about those stories is, is that just a few months ago, we were sitting here applauding them for finally getting around to paying them correctly. And here they go with this third rate, you know, bubble that they put them in with all these things that I'm just like, come on, guys, you couldn't even vet the place for for worms. Well, on the OK, floor? and here's what I well, want to know, wait. too. They're playing at IMG Academy, right? Yeah, like, where are are they like, staying how is that happening where are they staying around img academy that it's like the the best thing i saw was somebody had described it as a trap house like the WNBA is staying in a trap house in their bubble oh. terrible Wait, man hey, at least they'll finally make a dollar or two <laughs> right like maybe that's maybe that's the way for the WNBA, or actually it's the nba maybe that's the way for adam silver like yo get some of them pennies back <laughs> put them in the trap on I'm just All saying, right. if, you okay. try, if you're slinging some dope, you're going to make a dollar. Okay. okay, 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 for real, for real. Here's the, for real. the real for story, real, the real highlight of for the real. week. Uh, I, I mean, we're joking around here, clearly, with nobody cares about Bryson DeChambeau or the WNBA being trapped in a, a trap house. Whoa. The, the, big story, uh, the big story this week, clearly, 
FC Dallas pulls out of the MLS is back tournament? Are you kidding me, Drew? What is happening here? Nobody saw that coming. Oh, pulls out is a friendly man. way to, to to phrase, get the fuck out and don't come back. Bro! those fools got kicked to the damn curb and Nashville FC is about to get done the same way. Oh, are they, are they testing? I have, it, I have it from a really good source, shout out Kev, that they have had nine positive tests in their early testing ground as well. So... Uh, yeah, they about to get to step in as well. Um, what, you know who should be in charge of the MLS, though, is Joe West, because he'd be like, nah, you guys are fine. Hey, Come on, this ain't real. Hey. I don't even believe in that stuff. You hey, if we're the heat of Florida, that stuff can't survive in this if, game. If we don't test, you don't have it. All right, come on there in this go. bubble, fellas. Here's, here's your pregame workout music. My CD! <laughs> Blue Cowboy Real Audio. <laughs> I think that he should change the name of it to Blue Mediocre, just just for the record. I think that would be on brand too, yeah. right? Yeah. I feel like there was something else uh, that that happened this week. I can't quite remember it. Uh, so let's get into our uh, last call. This is no, last call. Oh, wait, 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 no, 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 uh, some a lot of someone got a lot of money for some. Oh, right. Petty Mills said he's donating every dollar he earns from the NBA season restarts the Black Lives Matter movement. That's what it was. Mm, that's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Contract yep. funds yep. and put them yep. to good use. Yep. Do, Dwight yeah. Howard said he was going to use his salary and donate it to a, a good cause too. So it, oh, okay. the, the the fakers are uh, doing their part. So that's so good news. What a good uplifting story to end on. Uh, right. This is. Last call brought to you by Tavor. If you guys want to stock up your beer fridge, head on over to Tavor. Download the app. Use the code 258023 Yo. on your payments and credit screen. Uh, $10 off your second order. 258023. Stock up with Tavor. We have about 87 beers coming in our next delivery that's coming oh, like next week. What? It so is we a, got a Drew order coming. It How is a me like that. I was so re- excited to be like, yo, I got a Nintendo order. Ridiculous. I got 64 coming in. <laughs> It's a ridiculous <laughs> amount that we have. I still got to whoop your ass at NBA Jam, speaking of NBA. Dude, we got to set that Get up. at me. Uh, this week, we were drinking all the feels from the Separatist Beer Project out of Easton, Pennsylvania. 11% Rosy Cheek ABV Brew. Uh, whole Cakes. I don't know how to pronounce that. I don't know how to pronounce wontons, so whatever. Wontons. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's got real oranges. Or trombone <laughs> Raisins uh, for a sweet switch, citrus flavor and uh, a, a sweet ass mouthfeel. Uh, I love this beer. We were rating this one on the Joey Chestnut scale from one to 75 asterisks. Hot dogs. Uh, Scott, where does all the feels rate for you on the Joey Chestnut scale? I think that this beer is perfect. Not only the name, but the fact that it's an IPA. And we got the announcement that Joe is coming back soon because he would love this beer. This beer gives me all the feels. I'm going, I am going 74 hot dogs, no asterisk. It doesn't quite hit the world record, but it's just barely, just barely missing the world record. So, so just under the world record. So like 73 hot dogs. Fantastic. No, Love this is the Joey Chestnut uh, last year with the previous world record of 74 <laughs> hot dogs. <laughs> Drew, uh, where are you rating all the feels from one to 75 asterisk hot dogs? This, this shit was quality. This um, is so good. It was, it was, uh, it was thick. It was. It had the tongue That's feel. What she said. It had the That's flavors. What she said. What's that now? Nothing. 
Okay. Uh, see, now I feel all Nothing. But, um, yeah. So, since I was trying to vamp to find some information that I didn't clearly find, I'm going to go ahead and stick my original answer. It's 48 and a half. What? Polish sausages, bitch. Because this shit is that good. It's flavorful. It's thick. It's juicy. It's something that you eat with substance and sustenance. And shout out to my homeland. You know what I'm saying? This shit is quality. Like, I would grab these. I'll grab a six or this any day. Seriously, I feel like this is a, a very versatile beer. I could see myself drinking by the pool. I could see myself drinking it watching a game inside in the AC. I could see myself chugging a six pack of this in the shower before I hit the town in two years when we open everything back up. Like, high quality. Two years. Sent through me, though. Bro. It did not taste that boozy at all. That 11%. Highest in quality. Sneaky. 48 and a half kielbasas. I. I, <laughs> he said it didn't affect him. He's named two different meats in the span of a minute. Rating Polish sausage and kielbasa, the same thing. One is just for you American fools to understand. Oh, okay, cool. I, I, wear, I, I wear black socks, baby. I'm putting this one. Uh, I I got to be honest. I'm giving it the 75 without the asterisk. Like Woo! it is, it is up there, bro. This is this was maybe my favorite IPA I have ever had. That 11 percent, so the 11 percent is so sneaky. Like you don't even so notice sneaky. it. You don't even notice. So it's dangerous, bro. Uh, but so good. The flavors are all there. It is just a uh, oh, chef's kiss. Perfect beer. The, the worst part was when you kicked the segment off. I was like, fuck. Right. What was that beer like? Because I drank it so quick. I know so it went down so yeah. fast. I was like, I remember, it was good. It went down like, so <laughs> fast. Uh, right? This has been Last Call brought to you by Tavor. Again, use the code 258023 on the payments and credit screen. Get $10 off your second order. Stock up that beer fridge without having to go to the store, without having to uh, see anybody, go outside of your house, stay in your own bubble, order your beers, have them shipped directly to your door with Tavor. 258023 on the payments and credit screen. Get $10 off your second order Shell out. and the best only one worm in my bubble you'll get beers that you'll never even get a chance to grab otherwise too that's the best part i love it man i know it's such a good service uh, i've learned more about beer from just being on the tavor app than i than i ever knew also greatest writers ever uh the guy who writes the emails for tavor deserves a Pulitzer Prize for how well he can sell a beer. Uh, like, I don't even... At this point, I'm just like, yeah, I'm I'm taking this one, because you've, you've say, sold me with how well you've written this. They've been sending out duplicate notifications lately, so if y'all need some help in your software dev department, get at me. I've got <laughs> I've got reasonable rates. You know, I'll cut you in on a deal. Maybe we do a one-for-one trade for some some cans for the show. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk. Guys, what a damn good show tonight was. This was a oh, very great. fun Shout time. Shout out again to Tyson. For yes, thank you, Tyson. Content, if you guys have any ideas for segments, be sure to hit us up. Uh, and you can do that by following us on Twitter at Craft B Sports or on Instagram, same handle. That's right. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Spotify. We're everywhere. Subscribe, rate, and review. It helps us out more than you guys realize. So please do that. Help us out. Uh, also, guys, return is imminent. Joe is coming back sometime. I don't know when, but I am so excited uh, that Joe is hopefully maybe next week. Maybe you think we can get him back next week? I mean, episode Let's 200 episode two hundred is coming up very soon. So we got to get Joe back on 
at least by 200. He's got to be on at least for the 200th episode. That's the goal we shoot for. Okay, so episode 200, this is 196. So uh, it's right before my birthday. As a birthday present to me, Joe, episode 200 at least. You got to be here at least. Because we want you back. That just happened. All right, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Please... Uh, go back and change that rating that you just adjusted down to three stars after Scott sang Backstreet Boys. Put it back up to five. Help us out. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate everybody sharing uh, for helping us out. Thank you so much. We will see you guys next week. Cheers, everybody. A-Rod is Pennywise. Woo-hoo. <laughs>a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone.